Welcome, kings and queens, to another episode of All in Society. For me, life is one big game of Monopoly. I'm here to share my strategy to the game of life and hopefully entertain and provide value along the way. This is episode number 12, season two of All in Society. Trouble comes from the mouth. That's one thing, actually, one of my exes, um, she said that to me like four or five years ago. And for whatever reason that stuck in my head. And this was during the time that I was transitioning um, from being a, from a poker dealer to a management position. Uh, I was supervisor and then trying at that time, trying to become one of the um, managers. And I believe the conversation just kind of sparked. And she said, just be careful what you say and who you say it to because trouble comes from the mouth and it always kind of stuck with me and resonated with me. And we'll definitely talk about that um, along with Elon Musk later in this episode. Uh, But if you're not familiar, so you're watching the podcast, right? So if you're not familiar, I have a live show on YouTube. It airs every Tuesday, every Tuesday at 7 PM Eastern. Now this next week I'll be, on vacation, uh, spending time with family for the holidays. So I already have something prepared for you guys. And it's an awesome episode. There's two poker pros, Laura Eisenberg and Yasser El Kaladar. Yasser, you can check out the very first episode of all in society and friends. Um, please make sure you go to the page, go to YouTube, search all in society and friends. Make sure you subscribe to the page. I pre I'd really, really appreciate it. Um, share and like it. I guarantee there's definitely a video on there. It's either I'll provide some type of value for you, whether it's um, whether on the poker side of things or just in your everyday life, there's something, some type of tidbit that you'll be able to use um, in your daily life. And one of the episodes, I guarantee it. That's the point of this show. So definitely check it out. Check out the very first episode with Yasser and then stay tuned. Yasser and Laura, they're two juggernauts in the DMV area in the poker community. They're both top 25 in each state in their respective states. Out of all the poker players, all the, well, specifically tournament poker players in the state of Maryland and the state of Virginia, they are both in the top 25. So poker players, these are definitely someone that you can learn from. And then those of you might be interested in poker, getting to know the game, or if you're not even interested, you just want to know about the people that, you know, they risk money. And these folks do it on a, they risk money, but they have a very nice return. They've made lots of money by playing a game of chance, which I believe is a game of skill. So make sure you check it out, subscribe and join me on Tuesdays in the chat. I would love to see you there in the chat, engaging. It's a good time. New episode, allinsociety.com. Check that out. My Instagram handle, LinkedIn, and my business email. You can find that in the episode description as well if you need to get a hold of me. Today's topics, we're going to, I'll give you a little brief on the previous episode. We're going to talk about Diddy Sean Combs' lawsuit. We'll discuss F1, Formula One. And we'll talk about the market briefly. 
All right, in the previous episode of All in Society, a topic that always comes up in the poker community, but is poker a game of skill or a game of chance? And I really dove into it because I wanted to know the difference between investment and a gamble. And really, when you think about it, the definition is all, it's really based on what the, the person is putting their money up. Now, there's people that go to the casino, right? And they go there just for pure entertainment, right? And I think that's any your, your typical patron that plays slot machines or downstairs in the table games in the pits. But poker players, well, not every poker player, but poker players have been playing for X amount of time for at multiple years. Um, they study. Those are investors. And so I think there's a big difference between someone that happens to play a game of chance that is there's gambling involved in it. Yes. But poker is 100 percent for some individual. It is not a gamble. They are making calculated decisions based on math and multiple and multiple other variables and factors to make an educated decision. That's an investment. They're expecting return. And yes, I understand that some folks go to the casino and much like you play a slot machine, you can kind of close your eyes. You put your money in the slot machine, you push a button, you pull a handle, you close your eyes and hopefully you win. That's gambling. But poker, no, that's an investment. It's a game of skill. And so I really dive into that. Um, We use ChatGPT to really take it a little bit further um, because when we're talking about individuals, they kind of have a biased um, stance on whether something's gambling or not. And so that's why I kind of took it to ChatGBT to give us just the facts of what is considered an investment, what is considered a gamble. And we kind of just talked on that based on the definitions. All right, Diddy's lawsuit. Let's get into this. Uh, This dropped yesterday. And mind you, I wanted to preface preface that um, I attended a financial literacy conference in Atlanta. Uh, There's 20,000 people um, pretty much a vast majority, 90% or more were people of color. And, um, Diddy was the, the pretty much the keynote speaker and it was all, it was centered around him. And just reading this, it just kind of make, it makes me think, did he know this was coming? And so he did the event to kind of make sure, you know, he's portrayed in the way that he wants to be portrayed and so I'm thinking about from all sides. I don't, I'm just reporting the news pretty much is what this is. And I'm just giving you perspective for kind of how I could see things one way or the other. I'm not, I don't know the man personally. Um, I listen to some of his music. I watch some of his content as far as that. I don't, I, I mean, he's going to live his life. He's going to do what he wants to do. It's not going to affect me one way or the other. Um, so I don't have a biased opinion one way or the other. And so I just, I just wanted to bring that up because it's, well, let's just dive into it. So singer Cassie has sued Sean Diddy Combs, accusing him of rape and sex trafficking. The two were involved in a romantic relationship that lasted a decade. After years in silence and darkness, I am finally ready to tell my story and to speak up on behalf of myself and for the benefit of other women who face violence and abuse in their relationships. Cassie said in a statement filed in the U S district court in Manhattan with the expiration of New York's adult survivors act fast approaching. 
it became clear that this was an opportunity to speak up about the trauma I've experienced that I will be recovering from for the rest of my life. So that prompts me to um, see what is the Adult Survivors Act. So it is the New York State legislation enacted in May 2022, which amends state law to allow alleged victims of sexual offenses for which the statute of limitations has lapsed to file civil suits for a one year period from November 24th, 2022 till November 24th, 2023. And obviously the date is fastly approaching. And the reason why she said in her statement that it was time to, to, you know, move forward. Combs denies allegations. His lawyer states Miss Ventura's demand or Cassie's demand of $30 million under the threat of writing a damaging book about, about the relationship was unequivocally rejected as a blatant blackmail, Rothman said, who was his attorney. Despite withdrawing her initial threat, Ms. Ventura has now resorted to filing a lawsuit riddled with baseless and outrageous lies aiming to tarnish Mr. Combs' reputation and seeking a payday. So obviously you can see it from both sides, right? So what if she, what if everything was on the up, up, everything she is saying is not true. And you know, she's just, this is her last resort. So, and I'm not saying that's true. I'm not picking sides one way or the other. Like I said, I don't have any facts. So who am I to say one way or the other? I'm not foolish enough to be a fan of, of Diddy and R. Kelly and say, oh, no, he could not possibly do that. When you listen to the, the music that they spew and you see the type of content where they're all riddled with women and it's fast money, sex, drugs, and stuff like that, I mean, it's hard to put it past, right? We already we all heard about the the music industry and some of, some of its um, un, unsavory or, for lack of a better word, just terrible culture. It's not something that I would really want my child to be a part of. Um, so what are your guys' thoughts? Uh, I'm very curious as to know what you think. I should be posting something on Instagram and um, on threads pretty soon. So make sure you tap in there. You can also, are they on the comments or, um, and leave a review if you like this episode as well for the podcast. For more information on this article, um, I got information from CNBC and I'll post it in the episode description. F1, Formula One. So F1 uh, opening night in Las Vegas was, or really this morning, but last night. Uh, But unfortunately, F1 cancels its first practice in Las Vegas due to loose drain cover. Uh, Following inspection, it was the concrete frame around a manhole cover that has failed. We now need to check all of the other manhole covers, which will take some time, FIA stated. Um, The manhole damaged Ferrari's Carlos Sainz car, um, and I'm pretty sure Ferrari is one of the top teams in the sport so it's definitely something to be mindful of moving forward i don't believe it's going to stop them from participating in the race going forward uh, but it'll be definitely interesting to see going forward uh but it, last night that they did they were able to to continue i think they uh started racing at four forty-five a.m or at least they started coverage again around around four thirty-five o'clock a.m eastern maybe um 
and so they raced without anybody in the stands um, this morning. But so it looks like there's not going to be a hitch to the actual the race itself, hopefully. Um, and also, if you aren't aware, Sarah Eisen, she's a commentator on CNBC. She had a special that aired at 8 p.m. Eastern last night on CNBC. <clears throat> Uh, really diving into the business side of F1. It was definitely a, uh, a awesome, interesting, and insightful watch. I'll watch some of it, a vast majority of it. Sarah does a great job, and just it's it, it was awesome to kind of just a deep dive behind the scenes. I'm not really somebody that's a big fan of the sport, but it's something that I'll probably be interested or or gain some interest in moving forward. But at the same time, this is a sport for the rich. It's not something that the the you know your average person who watches the sport every once in a while the the tickets and things they're so expensive i don't I, they're really going to have to do some things if they really want this sport to be mainstream in the united states and not just for the rich but that's just my take um i would love to see if what you guys think if you're a big fan of f1 um tap in with me on social media and the market. So, uh, this, as of right now, right now it's 1047 a.m. on Friday, November 17th. And last night there was reports that Elon, um, making comments about, well, let's just dive into it. So Elon Musk responded to a message on ask, uh, which can be perceived as anti-Semitic. Um, someone posted something and then Elon kind of shared his insight on it as well. And I'm not really going to read the the comment because I don't think it's necessary. Um, you guys can go online and Google it or go on X. It's probably still on there and, and figure it out yourself. But I'm not going to really promote that type of hate on here and um if anybody who's watching it i don't want you guys to have to listen to that again um i don't care who it is whether you're black white purple green yellow hate is hate and it's not acceptable um to me um this is all in society for a reason this is for everybody everyone should feel welcome and so for things like this um i'm an investor in tesla and hearing this news, um, I've decided to sell shares of the company. Now, that doesn't mean I've sold all my shares. That means I've sold some shares of my company. Essentially, I have two portfolios right now. and We'll be having three probably by the end of this year. Uh, but in my long-term portfolio, I've held the shares there. But in my short-term portfolio, I've sold all those shares. Uh, I can't, it's, it's much like Disney, um, uh, but Disney, it's a, it's not as egregious as this. It's still, it, Disney is, was really doing the opposite. Um, Elon is really, or allegedly or potentially spewing hate, whereas Disney is trying to do something to involve everybody, um, but they're kind of getting flack for it. Um, but I like my focus to be on the business and not the individuals that are operating the business. And unfortunately, Elon, he has, he, 
he has X, right? And so he re- his voice is amplified. And because of the stature and the celebrity who he has, anything that he says, everyone's going to, it's going to be amplified. So he needs to, and I don't necessarily have to agree with everybody that I um, interact with or the companies I, that I invest in. I don't have to agree with the people that are running it. Um, they might have different political views than I do. And that's perfectly fine. I don't, want, I don't have to be aligned with everything that you're aligned with in order for, for me to have a, uh, a relationship with you of any kind. But like I said, hate is, is hate. And with everything that's going on in this country right now, especially on universities and campuses, this is the last thing we need. This, if anything, this is, it ignites it and it pushes it further and it divides us further. So I don't understand why he felt the need to say this. To be quite honest with you, Elon, I don't think anybody cares what your stance on this is. So again, um, I do continue to hold the shares. And to be quite honest with you, I'm 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 very shocked. Right now, the company is is almost flat. I thought there would be a lot more movement, a lot more selling or selling of the shares for the company, but not the case. But I, I, for me personally, I thought it hindered the the ability for Tesla to to grow. Maybe it's not shares are not selling off, but maybe there's not a, there won't be a lot of new money coming in because of it, which is detrimental. So yeah, I don't, I don't. It just puts a bad taste in my mouth. Because I, you know, I don't drive a Tesla, but the technology and what Elon is building, I I can see his vision. And so that was why I was an investor. But it's also, it's also very hard for me to, the, and I, let's, I didn't want to, let's just keep, let's, Elon Musk has a lot of power. Say he's able to to develop the robo taxis, right? And now instead of us getting in our own vehicles and traveling to and from half the population, or maybe even more are getting in vehicles that are being controlled by AI. And the AI and artificial intelligence is functioning by whoever is coding this. And, I, and I'm not somebody who is big in, um, in code or anything like this. So this could be absolutely false. And this is just something that's off the top of my head. Just my thoughts. But if whoever's coding this, in order for the robots or whoever's going to be operating these machines in order for us to just get into vehicle and say, I want to go here and it takes us there. We don't have to worry about controlling that vehicle. What if somebody who was in control of coding this and operating this is someone who hates a certain individual and those people are getting into your, in your machines and then things just start happening. You already know cars are starting to go off the road and things like that. So we're putting a lot of trust in, 
in a technology that could really, in the grand scheme of things, really change the way that we that trans we that we move and we transport throughout the world, throughout the United States. But then there's a lot of trust in the people behind uh, that are building this technology as well. Do I trust somebody who is spewing this type of hatred to get into their vehicle who's supposed to be taking me from point A to point B and I'm just blindly trusting them with no control, just like we, when we get into the airplane, right? It's, it's a lot of trust, right? I don't know how to pilot an airplane. What if this guy's been drinking? What if he's been doing this and that? What if he's just stressed out and, it, you know, something in, with his personal life? We don't know how to operate a vehicle if something goes awry with that pilot. And it's a, it's a lot of trust, right? So same thing here. Um, it just it just puts me in a spot as an investor. It's like, why? I don't want to be involved with this guy. Um, so I'm definitely, uh, I'll definitely probably put something on uh, social media about this as well. Maybe do a live and see what you guys are thinking. Because this this really puts a bad taste in my mouth. You know, I, I can take a lot and I'm as a, as a poker player, as a gambler, like I can take variance and all, um, a lot of volatility in a stock, but there's some things that I'm not willing to accept, but that's going to be it for this episode. I'm sorry. It kind of, it left on a, a damper note, but I thought, I, th- I thought it was necessary for me to, to say this and, and share this. And for those of you that are always on the go and your cell phone or your tablet, your mobile device, whatever the case may be is always, um, you need a charge. Well, I interviewed Reggie and Christian, the owners, founders of Cargato and they have your charging, mobile charging solution. Not just your Apple, not just your Android devices. All devices, they have a device that can charge you on the go. So make sure you check them out. Link in the episode description. Also, Travel Pro. Check out Travel Pro for high-quality luggage and gear. I'm taking a couple trips. I'm going to Bahamas soon, so I've already been um, going onto the website looking for new luggage. They have really good stuff, high-quality stuff, so I, I definitely recommend. Check out that link. Remember, life is one big session. Play the cards you're dealt to the best of your ability, and I promise you'll come out ahead. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend.